0: I am so glad that you are joining Cindy LeFevre-Yorks for this episode of His GPS for Your SOS. We pray these encouraging words will enrich and bless your day. Deconstructing Gratitude Part 2 The Practice of Counting Blessings There is a famous holiday movie called White Christmas featuring an iconic song of the same name that you may know. But the film also showcases a lesser-known, fairly short song called Count Your Blessings Instead of Sheep. Written by Irving Berlin, it lays out how when we face trouble we can often remember a time when things were even more challenging. Bing Crosby croons about when his bankroll was getting small, so he chose to remember when he had none at all. In my own life, when I'm feeling frustrated about technology— I'm able to be thankful that I have so many people in my corner to help me overcome what remains a formidable obstacle. You can probably think of some challenges in your own life that threaten to derail you if you permit them to, but when we set our intention to not only feel grateful, but also to lean into gratitude, we experience a profoundly rewarding way of life. Also, it is God-honoring to thank Him for the blessings He bestows. David reminds us in Psalm 107.1 to give thanks to the Lord, for He is good. His mercies endure forever. God's blessings are as varied as His people and chosen by our Lord for each one of us individually. Our blessings range from the very personal to the more blanketed. In other words, if we won the lottery, that kind of extraordinary provision wouldn't happen to everyone. But a more blanketed blessing—perhaps a roof over our head or food on the table every day— is perhaps more common. There are wildly abundant blessings and others of a more commonplace nature. You might think that more extraordinary blessings always prompt heartfelt thanks from the recipient, but it isn't always the case. In Luke seventeen eleven to 19 the disciple records an account of Jesus healing ten lepers from their debilitating, disfiguring disease. As they went from the presence of Jesus, they were cleansed. Yet out of only ten— only one of them returned to thank Jesus. The blessings of daily life found in the smaller moments are easier to lose track of as we live and breathe. They become more commonplace and less prominent in our thoughts. We can take much of what we experience daily for granted until it isn't there anymore. But if we take time to thank God for the air we breathe, our daily bread, or our good health, we are glorifying God and acknowledging Him as the true fountain from which all those blessings truly flow. Sometimes when I'm at the beach and staring at the ocean, I imagine what the world would be like without gravity. We take the stability of gravity for granted every day. But I'm sure any astronaut who's traveled through space does not. We receive yet another blessing when we are practicing gratitude and being mindful of the blessings God gives us. We are improving our own well-being. According to positivepsychology.com, A study conducted by Emmons and McCullough back in 2002 yielded some surprising results. In it, statistics show a regular attitude of gratitude enhances our long-term happiness by as much as 10%. Gratitude can improve our self-esteem and enhance our positive emotions. It's shown to widen our social network, improve our existing romantic and social relationships, and even reduce our materialism and make us more generous to others. Research also shows that grateful people make better managers and help us find meaning in our work. Gratitude, according to this source, also reduces impatience on the job and improves our decision-making processes. They are also shown in the same study to be 11% more inclined to exercise and sleep better. So it's clear the spiritual and physical benefits of being grateful show us why being thankful is far more preferable Than wearing a garment of ingratitude. We can meditate on what we are grateful for, record our blessings, and share them through stories passed on to family and friends. We'll take a closer look at that and the various ways we can do it in the third episode in our series. I'd like to share an excerpt now from my first book, The Side Door, and this entry is entitled, Thanking God in a Systematic Way. The tortoise and the hare serve as a lasting testimony to running the sprint and the marathon. In a world of instant gratification, we hop on the treadmill one day and forego the gym the next. Or we save money, or save money one month, and dip into the kitty 30 days later. Resolve to eliminate sugar, only to dive into some ice cream before the ink is wet on our list of resolutions. We are, after all, human. We are surrounded by the temptation of satisfying our every desire instantaneously. Adopting a systematic approach to gratitude-filled living is the key to a thankful existence. There are many ways to incorporate thanksgiving into everyday life. When we wake up and are thankful God has given us another day on this earth, we start out with the right mindset. Morning prayers of thanksgiving during our quiet times also offer a structure for thanksgiving in our lives. Our former teaching pastor at our church has a daily reminder set to his phone at a time in the day when he says he's most prone to frustration and thanklessness. By seeing a visual reminder pop up on his phone, he's reminded to take the focus off himself and his wants and put it onto being more grateful for the blessings he does have. Technology offers a convenient delivery system to keep him faithful to systematic gratitude during the day. Consistent thankfulness is key to our ability to weather unexpected problems with grace and an overcoming attitude. In Daniel 2, King Nebuchadnezzar is terrorized by a dream none of his inner circle of trusted advisors can interpret. Daniel, part of the outer circle, is next up on the proverbial chopping block. Does he freak out with worry and fall into hysterics that he won't be able to do it? No. Instead, he asks his friends to pray for the dream to be revealed. As Daniel sleeps that night, God does just that. Daniel then engages in one of the most beautiful prayers recorded in the Bible. All is well until Daniel is again put to the test when a decree to worship only the king and no other goes into effect. Daniel continues a lifestyle of prayer, even as he knows the penalty for his actions is death. In verse 10 of Daniel 6, we read that Daniel continues his thankful lifestyle. There, just as he had always done, he knelt down at the open windows and prayed to God three times a day. Daniel was not about to sacrifice his systematic prayer life because of the decree of an earthly king. As you may know from the Bible story of the lion's den, Daniel accepts his fate even as God miraculously intervenes to close the mouths of the lions and save a grateful Daniel. While the results of our systematic prayer may not be this dramatic, prayer honors God, prepares us for when our apple carts topple, and models for the world what it looks like to trust in God no matter what happens. The key is to pray without ceasing, as Paul states in 1 Thessalonians 5.16. And the keys to kingdom living are, build a continual structured life of prayer that lines up with God's will for your life. And the doorpost is, devote yourselves to prayer, being watchful and thankful, Colossians 4, two. Thank you for joining us today for this episode of His GPS for Your SOS. Cindy also posts encouragement daily on Instagram. Her blogs can be found on her website, cindyyorks.com. Her entire Door Devotion Trilogy is now available on Amazon.